Welcome to Self-Styled Life, the podcast designed to support professional women to aim high in their careers and create lives that are way beyond just fine. I'm Janelle Wiesack, a certified life and style coach. I also happen to have 30 years experience and counting in the corporate world. I've learned a thing or two over the years and today I support my clients to create tailor-made self-styled lives which they do using my signature framework that intentionally combines clarity, mindset and action. In these episodes I'll be sharing the concepts, tools and techniques to help you get clear and confident about the career and life you want, dance with your self-doubt and take the next step towards your dreams and goals. These same approaches have supported my clients to create incredible change in their lives My clients have tapped into their strengths, built their self-belief, and learned to live life their way. And now, it's your turn. You deserve more than a life that's fine. You deserve true fulfillment and days that feel fabulous. You deserve your very own self-styled life. Hello, hello, fabulous humans, and welcome to 2023 and season two of the Self-Styled Life podcast. Thank you so much for joining me again. That appreciation that I felt as I closed out last year hasn't gone anywhere. I fully understand how precious your time is and that there are about one gazillion podcasts that you could be listening to. The fact that you're listening to Self-Styled Life means the absolute world to me and my team. And I'm really hoping that your year has started well and that you're looking forward to a year full of expansion, growth and success, however you define those three things. My year has potential written all over it. As I'm recording this, my website and the podcast have had a little refresh and I'm already feeling very refreshed too. I celebrated my 50th birthday during the festive season and in fact I think my birthday celebrations went on longer than the actual festive season. It was so heartlifting and just I'm so grateful to have been able to spend extended time with the very special people in my life. I was equal parts joyful and grateful and while I'm continuing to coach both Scotty and I have taken a break from our corporate roles. Next week, we'll be heading off to explore parts of Australia that we've never visited previously, by train of course, given how much Scotty loves them. I'll be using some of the downtime to put more flourishes on Lead With Ease, which is my small group coaching program. If you'd love to work with me on your leadership journey in 2023, make sure you join the waitlist for this program. I'm so excited to be delivering both tools and community to the fabulous humans who'll be joining me. Simply head to the Work With Me page on JanelleWiesack.com to learn more. We kick off in March and I'd love for one of the spots in the program to be yours. Now, on to today's podcast topic, which is all about words of the year. Way back at the start of 2022, I shared my word of the year on Instagram. My word for the past year has been limitless and it has certainly been an interesting word to have in my life for the last 12 months. Back when I shared Limitless, so many of you wanted to learn more about what a word of the year is and how you select one. I realised then that selecting a word for the year is something that is big in coaching and personal development circles, but they seem to be a little bit of a mystery for some of us in corporate and other professions. So I thought I'd take a little time today to share all of the things about these special words so that you can spend some time early in 2023 
considering what word might support you for the year ahead. During this short, sharp coaching episode, we'll be looking at how my 2022 word of the year supported me, why a word of the year can be helpful, and how you can select a word of the year. And of course, I'll be sharing my new 2023 word for the year. There's a bit in there, isn't there? So let's get into it. So before I get on to how my word limitless and I went during 2022, I guess it makes sense to talk about what a word of the year actually is. Your word of the year is a word that you choose for you and it acts like an overarching principle or anchor. Your word of the year reminds you of how you wanted to show up in the world throughout the year back when the year began. It's the perfect option for anyone who feels like New Year's resolutions only set us up for failure or for people who have forgotten about their resolutions by the second week of January. The word of the year anchors you back to an intention or a goal and helps you remember the potential and possibility you were seeing when the year was all shiny and new. Now, while I'm a big fan of the word of the year concept, if resolutions work for you, don't feel like you have to change a thing. Feel free to bypass the word of the year idea entirely, or perhaps just add it into your existing new year resolution practice. But don't make yourself wrong for choosing one option over another. This is the reason that I keep learning and growing my own coaching toolkit. We're all unique and this stuff is never one size fits all. Take or leave any of these tools. I'm just keen to give you options to support you in self-styling your life. Okie cokey, time to move on to the business of choosing a word. Lots of people tell me that their word just comes to them, but I've always had to go looking for mine. I tend to start a word of the year list and then sit with the words for a day or two. I find that a word will bubble up to the top in that sort of time frame. If you're really stuck for words, you can Google how to choose your word of the year to find lists of potential words. Find some words that resonate with you and add them to your potential word of the year lists. Lists of values can help too. And remember that I have a list of values in Permission Granted, my guide filled with the foundation exercises for self-styling your life. Head to my resource room to grab your free copy. I also find online dictionaries and thesauruses super helpful when discovering my word of the year. If you find a word that feels almost right for you, you can use these resources to find related words that might resonate just a little bit better. The energy of the word has to feel right for you if you want to hang on to this word all year. My other big tip is to not judge yourself or your word. It's a similar message to my comments earlier about being okay with resolutions if they work for you. Remember, you can't get your word of the year wrong. This is a deeply personal practice and your word only has to mean something to you. You don't have to share your word unless that feels good for you. You don't have to explain it to anyone. Your word of the year is there as a cornerstone for you and for you only. Also, don't let your self-doubt get in the road here. Like I said, you can't get this wrong. You can play with words, change words, whatever. This is meant to be a supportive practice, so make sure you hold the idea lightly and give yourself grace if you need it. We don't need to put pressure on ourselves or on our words. I tend to go for feeling words because I find that I spend a whole stack of time in doing mode and in doing energy. It's important that I remind myself regularly about how I want to feel while I'm doing all of that doing. 
but you might want a more active or action-oriented word if that suits your goals. You can choose a noun or an adjective or even an acronym as long as you have something to remind you of how you want to show up out in the wild. Also, if you want to go with two words or a phrase, then that's good too. Someone I know and love had La Dolce Vita as her word a few years back. This phrase was obviously there to remind her to keep living the sweet life. And you can also use your word to remind you of the crunchy bits of life that you want to lean into for the year ahead. Another human in my life once chose the word conflict to remind her that this was an area that she wanted to get stronger in. As I mentioned, my word for the year in 2022 was limitless. When I chose it, I was planning to use limitless in three contexts. The first was to remind me of how many options and choices I have to do life my way. The second pointed to the expansion I had planned for my relationships, health, coaching practice and career in 2022. And the final context came from the fact that I'd realised that I'm the one that creates a stack of my own limits. So the idea was to consciously limit myself less. So how did I go with my word last year? Well, overall, I think it worked really, really well. By carrying the word limitless around in my mind for the year, I feel like I was way more creative. Options got to be limitless. Solutions were the same. Every time I came up against some sort of blocker, I simply reminded myself that things were allowed to be limitless. But the piece where I got the most traction was using the word limitless in two parts. So limit less rather than limitless. Through 2021, I'd absolutely been telling myself stories of all the things that I couldn't, wouldn't or shouldn't do. And I was definitely limiting myself. I was limiting so much in my life, the things that I could learn, the places that I could travel, the money I could earn, the whole kit and caboodle. With Limit Less as my guidepost, I found myself saying yes to so much more. I stayed on the lookout for the stories that I was telling myself that I couldn't do things or that I didn't need certain things in my life. And as a result, 2022 ended up being a far more expansive year than I'd had in a long time. And that includes pre-COVID too. Interestingly, I think that there is room for even more expansion for me in the year ahead. I feel like I'll get a compound benefit from the word limitless. It wasn't really until September that I got a handle on the fact that I'd been contracting in so many areas of my life. And I'm really looking forward to another year of expansion in 2023. Which is the perfect segue into my word of the year for 2023 because last year's word and this year's word are really aligned, which probably explains why this word came relatively easily for me and relatively early. This was really pleasing because Limitless took a while to land and there have been years where no word came for me at all. But in late October, the word impact arrived. You all know that I am a fan of a good dictionary definition and the Cambridge Dictionary defines impact as a powerful effect that something, especially something new, has on a situation or person. Now, while I can't necessarily be described as new anymore, I am still really keen to expand my impact in 2023. And that sentiment applies to all areas of my life. I want to expand my impact on my leadership in both my corporate and coaching worlds. I want to have a powerful effect in all of my relationships. 
I'm looking forward to the positive impact that I can have on my health and finances and the amount I can give back in the world. I hope by up-leveling some of my habits, I can impact my productivity and my creativity levels. I think you'll be getting the vibe of the thing by now. But that idea of impact, of having a powerful effect, is really inspiring and motivating for me right now. I think the other reason that the word impact is touching me comes from the fact that for the longest time, I didn't believe I would have any sort of impact on the world or anything for that matter. Way back when I was a single mum, working my tail off to hold everything together for my son, and even as if I fast forward to later, when I was too busy doubting myself to go for the big jobs in corporate, I never dreamed that I could have an impact on anything. What I've realised though with time and maturity is that we all make an impact in everything we do. Our impact is like being judged or like personal brands in that regard. Our impact can be big or small, positive or challenging. Whether we realise it or not though, whether we believe it or not, we're already impacting every area of our lives and the lives of the people we touch. So by choosing impact as my word this year, I'm also hoping to remind myself that firstly, I make an impact and secondly, that my impact could be way more powerful if I'm intentional about it. Okay team, so there we have it, my short sweet guide to words of the year. I really hope you found this interesting and informative if you're new to words of the year and maybe I've even inspired you to find your own word for 2023. I really hope so. Before I sign off today, here are your key takeaways from the episode. Number one, a word of the year can be an alternative or an add-on to a new year resolution practice. Number two, having a word of the year gives you an anchor back to an intention or a feeling you had at the start of the year. Number three, you can't do a word of the year wrong, so don't let self-doubt get in the way. Number four, the internet can really be your friend when it comes to choosing your word of the year. Online dictionaries and a thesaurus can be useful tools as well. Thank you again so, so much for listening to the Self-Styled Life podcast. I am so glad you're here. I'll be back soon with another episode. But until then, please stay fabulous. Bye for now.